Welcome to Christ Rehoboth Church, a place where we help people discover their purpose for living and raise kingdom people for global impact. Join us today as Reverend Kingsley Agu takes you deep into God's Word. It also means that if I am committed to God's Word, whether or not my wife misbehaves does not change anything. It does not disturb my commitment. Am I communicating here? So, that commitment to God's word is your lasting covenant as touching marriage. I'm going to be brutal and touching some areas today. Praise God. <laughs> when, you know, I have seen so many marriages rise and I've seen so many marriages fall. And when I dig into the rudiment of it, there are a couple of elements that I find in those. That is, you will find in marriage, there is high service and competition amongst husband and wife. Can, can I push it further here? But when your commitment is upon God's word, you are not looking to compete. You know that two has become one. That is why you will notice some men, after training their wives in school, the next thing you will see and hear is that you are not educated. I cannot longer marry you because you are not educated. Why? That marriage was not built on the, on the right foundation, which is the word of God. So, <laughs> I was telling the young man, I said, listen, you better choose now and rest your mind because the beautiful ones, as they say, are not yet born. If you are going by beauty, you will never marry. That's why you will see a young man, he is dating four or five girls at the same time. He's confused. That person is confused. That person lacks biblical character, spiritual, spiritual character. It's a, it's, you, 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 get, you commit yourself. That means the day you say, I do, you remove your eyes from any other thing. That, that is why it doesn't matter how you walk. You could be walking and your leg is no longer on the floor. You are not beautiful compared to my wife. I have chosen her, and my eyes are removed from any... I don't see anybody. He's <laughs> <Is> enlightened. <laughs> Am I communicating? So women, you must understand some truths about yourself, about the word of God. That the word of God must remain your commitment. Be committed to God's word. So there should be no eye service. There should be no competition in the home. That as you enter, you have entered. Hmm. And we said that husband is a keeper of something or the head of the home. And we also said that woman, the wife is the woman. 
And I said last week that at no point in the Bible was the parent giving an instruction as touching the marriage of their children. That means the moment a man chooses his wife, parents should no longer influence the decisions of their children as when they are in marriage. Because when that happens, it can break the, it can break the home. And we stated last week that sometimes a wife may not want to submit to her husband or be a submissive wife because, one, they are richer. Two, they are more intelligent. Three, they are more spiritual in rare cases. Four, they are more influential. Now, it doesn't matter your status. You are a wife and you must submit to the scriptures. So, you could be a very rich woman. And you marry a man who is not rich. That doesn't make you the man of the home. Am I communicating? I, I, I believe I'm solving some problem from some young men now. I heard a story one time. A sister was in church. And the sister was believing God and trusting God for a husband. The sister was doing well for herself, driving very big cars, hold some properties and all of that. And this happened in Nigeria. And the young men in the church were saying, ah, no, this one, no, 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 we can't approach this one. We can't approach this one. Young men were dying to say, ah, I wish this woman can be my wife. But because of what the woman has, she said, we can't. And they said they can't. Another man from somewhere who was not even up to who they were, came and carried the woman away. And they were beating themselves up. It doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter your level of education. You are still a wife to your husband. Am I communicating? Because a good wife is not... Listen, a good wife is not the one that... Uh, you know, have all these natural elements. No. A good wife is the one who pleases the Lord. And in pleasing the Lord is a woman who submits to God's word. So you please the Lord by submitting to God's word. So now let's go to Colossians chapter 3 verse 18. Colossians chapter 3 verse 18. You see, you notice something here as I've been talking since I've been talking about women. Even men are writing. <laughs> By the time I enter next week or so, women also write. <laughs> Praise God. Am I communicating? Okay. Now, verse 18. It says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as it is fit in the Lord. It means, now question, why would the Bible use the word your own husband? It means you don't go submitting to all men. You submit to that one man who is your husband as it is fitting the Lord. Am I communicating here? Let's see amplified. Let's see amplified. Ephesians, I mean Colossians chapter 3, verse 
18, Ephesians. I mean Colossians. Verse 18. He said, wives, be subject to your husband, subordinate, and adapt yourselves to them as is right and fitting and your proper duty in the Lord. It is your proper duty in the Lord. So why should you submit to your husband? Because your husband is your keeper. Your husband is your head. It means when you submit to your husband, you are submitting to Jesus. This is a subject, believe me, women don't want to hear. <laughs> Someone was asking me the other day, so pastor, are you saying that by submitting, will we allow the men to put their legs on our head? Pastor, isn't there a reason why the Bible did not say God took from the bone of the head of the man? Isn't there a reason God said God did not take from the bone of the leg that it took from the rib of the woman so they should walk side by side? That's not scriptural. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. So I said to the person, your definition of submission is from the human perspective. Is from the what systems of this world. That is not from the perspective of the scripture. Because when you read, the Bible said, the man and the woman ought to submit to one another. So submission is not just only to men alone or the women alone. But in defining the submission and the areas they submit or commit to themselves, he began to enumerate all the things that we will talk about today. Are you still with me? So, the definition gotten from the world system, you know, the uh, woman rights activists. You know, I mean, some of those things, they are good in the natural sense. But what does the Bible say about us? And I just wrote here, submission. And I divided it between God and the human system. Under the God system, submission builds marriage. Submission promotes love. Submission promotes kindness. Submission promotes wildness. But in the human systems, it destroys marriage. It promotes hate. It promotes abuse. And it promotes divorce. But see something that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 19, verse 3. We read this before and just, I'm just building this. And so let's read it. Matthew chapter 19, verse 3. From verse 3, praise God. He said, the Pharisees came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? The word every cause there, the word cause there is a cause for which one is worthy of punishment. It's a crime, charge of crime or accusation. But remember, in the world system, they only favor one side. Whenever you look into the world system, they are only focusing on one side. For example, the woman who saw Mary Magdalene. The Bible said she was caught in the act of adultery. How can you find a woman in the act of adultery? 
You can't find a woman in the act of adultery. You find two persons in the act of adultery. If it's a woman, there is a man she's adultering with. <laughs> it may not be a word, but just take it like that. <laughs> so, it was, it, it was in the act, they say. So, question, where is the man? But you see, the world system was only focusing and favoring the man. Anything the world builds, they only favor one party. But when it comes to God's word, it's on the both side. Can I push it further? Mm. So Jesus, in verse 4, answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. That means you should not look at all these cause that you are laying before me now and say, this is the reason I must leave. Remember, this is believers in marriage. I am laying emphasis on this. This is believers in marriage. This was in the gospel. Look at verse um, 7. They said unto him, why did Moses then command? So in other words, in the question they asked, Jesus said it is not allowed because in the design of God, this is not allowed. Are we communicating here? Okay. So then I said, okay, if you are saying this, what said thee unto Moses? Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? Look at Jesus' response. He saith unto them, Moses, because of the hardiness of your heart, suffered you to put away your wife, but from the beginning it was not so. In other words, it was not in the arrangement of God for this to happen. But because what you wanted, your human desires overpowered Moses, he gave you the law. I know some of you now, your mind is going, so what about a man or a woman who is going through abuse? What about, I know so many questions are rising in your head. Just stay with me, don't conclude. I'm dealing on Christians in marriage. <laughs> of course, we will not want you to lose your life. It is better to be out of marriage than to be dead in marriage because of abuse in marriage. Are we clear? So, just put that thought in your mind because we are going to be combing every areas. Don't forget that there are still some questions that are pending that I'm walking through. So, you must stay with this teaching. So, Moses gave you that because of the hardness of your heart. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, Except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committed adultery, and also marrieth her which is put away, doth commit adultery. So when a person go outside of their marriage to commit adultery, that person has broken that commitment. Are we together? All right. So let's get back here. So Jesus is saying. It was not allowed when marriage was instituted from the beginning. 
than anything should put asunder. That means they didn't have that mind. It is not the, the character of the believer. It is not within the culture of the believer that is now in Christ to step outside of marriage to do any other thing. But because these people were looking for things, they, they messed themselves up. And Moses said, you know what? At least if you are leaving that woman, let it be with the letter of divorce. And don't forget that Moses' law was just favoring men alone. Are we together? All right. Now, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Sorry, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband... As unto the Lord. Let's read that in Amplified. Amplified. Glory to God. I said glory to God. You see, we have so much thought the men this. You have to do this. You have to do this. And we sometimes forget to touch the, the woman aspect. Amen. All right. Verse 22. He said, wives, be subject. Be submissive and adapt yourself to your own husband as a service to the Lord. So, when a woman submits unto her husband, that woman is serving the Lord. And please don't forget that the wife is the woman in marriage. Look at verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, himself the savior of his body. So the husband is the head, as Christ is the head. You see how Paul uses the relationship between Christ and the church in the aspect of marriage. And for the men, if you understand what you occupy here, you will never raise your hand on your wife. As the church submits to the Lord, so the woman submits to her own husband. You cannot respect your boss in the office more than you respect your husband. Am I communicating here? I love the way everybody is quiet. <laughs> Praise God. You are in a party with a group of friends. You went with your husband. You are serving your friends before you come to your husband. Let me tell you, the world respects women who respect their husband. Am I communicating here? Look at verse 23. Did we read that already? Look at it again. <laughs> For the husband is head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. Himself, the savior of the... You see the responsibility of the husband. Remember, I am not touching men today. So I will always keep men today. Because I'm coming for you men. Our men in this house. You know, I'm, I may be light on women today. But when it comes to men, I will be brutal. <laughs> No, the system is balanced. It's because I'm a man. Let me talk to man, man to man. <laughs> when my wife wants to talk to women, 
she will address the women. <laughs> so the system is very balanced and brutal today. Amen. So there is a commitment of the church to Christ. So the, the, the wife must be committed to their own husband. Notice there is no mention of children here. Did you notice? Some women, you got married, you give birth to children, then you forget about your husband as if children was the reason you entered that marriage. <laughs> you not care for the children over the child, the, the, the husband. Aha. Okay. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. But you see, so many Christian homes are going down the drain because they have submitted to the word values. Because their marriages are built on the wrong foundation. So Paul is relating marriage as he would teach the church and Christ. And the church is the body. Christ is the head. Look at verse 24 there. I, I hope I'm communicating to you. He says, as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives also be subject in everything to their husbands. As the church is subject to Christ. So the woman ought to be subject to their own husband. This is believer in Christ. A believing husband will not tell you not to come to church. That's not submissive. Am I communicating? I don't want you to, to be a worker in church. That is not submission. Again, we are dealing on believing husbands. A believing husband will not tell you not to pray. You pray too much in this house. No more prayers again. That means that person has been pretending to be a believer, but not a believer. You know, some time ago, there was something that began to sway the church. Where unbelievers will go into the church pretending to be a believer. I have a pastor friend who happens to be a prophetess. I had to state that. A prophetess in those days, who will tell people, this is not the will of God for your life. You bring a man, this is not the will of God. This one is the will of God. Do you know that there is no such thing as a special will of God as touching who to marry? So the brother crept into the church as an apostle. We saw it. But why praying? She said, pastors, I love you guys. God has said to me, this is my husband. You are why? A woman who had her own church. A woman who was preaching like fire. How come she couldn't tell this was a wolf in sheep clothing because her emotion was beclouded that beclouded her mind 
And she began to think, God said, this is my husband. The first thing that man attacked was for her to give her church away. Then a ministry was just going down. They gave birth as a result. <laughs> I've seen some things. They gave birth. The man almost killed this woman. That the woman caught him one day. That a group of friends came to get him out of the house. They went to the river bank to do some sacrifices. From there she discovered that her children was at the verge of being killed for sacrifice. She ran for her life. Am I communicating here? So... That is why we have stated in this house, you must follow the leading of the Spirit. When I saw my wife, no prophet told me it's the will of God. In fact, I had friends who called me. You are hearing this for the first time. That woman you are to marry is not God's will for your life. I said, God bless you, sir. We can relate on any other thing. As, as touching my marriage, don't call me. The same person today, after marrying my wife, said, ah, Thank God you married that woman. It's God's way for your life. You must be careful. So, <laughs> be sensitive in the spirit. Women, be sensitive. How can a brother in church be going out with three, four, five sisters in church and the sis in the same church and the sisters don't know what is happening? It simply means they, they have buried their senses in their emotions. And the sisters, they are cooperating with each other. <laughs> we have seen some things. <laughs> so the instruction is that the wives must be subject to their own husband, their own husband. Their own husband as the church to Christ. You cannot just say, oh, I want to go for an unbeliever. An unbeliever cannot love you. I say it again. An unbeliever cannot love you as touching Christ. The love that is much powerful is the one that does not have condition. A non-believer will love you with condition. Once that condition is gone, it's bye-bye. You can't say, I want to enter marriage. Pastor, you know, I know he's not saved now. I will save him and I will change him. Don't worry, we will know who changes. You know there is change, whether it goes positively or negatively. Change is change. So that means the marriage that is recognized in God is a marriage between a brother and a sister in Christ. That is the only marriage recognized in heaven. Praise God. So Paul is, is writing to believers in these letters we have read. Paul is not writing to unbelievers. He's writing, how do we know? Ephesians 1.1. Ephesians 1.1, 1, 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. So, he's writing to believers. Colossians 1.2, the same thing you will see there. The saints which are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. 
So he's not talking about everybody. He's talking about believers that are in Christ. You must be submissive. I know we are in a society where you now use word, you must be independent. Independence is good. But as touching submission, follow the scriptures. Praise God. So he's saying wives must submit to their own husband. Look at verse 28 now. You know, I love this um, Amplified. So let's just keep reading this Amplified. Verse 28 to 29. He said, even so husband should love their wives as being in a sense their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and carefully protects and cherishes it as Christ does to the church. You see, he is not talking to men here. Again, I will not touch men today. <laughs> because I'm coming for you brutally. Why am I teaching this, taking time to teach this? I want every marriage in Christ Rehoboth Church to be a happy home. I'm laboring over you in prayers and in war to give you instruction that you must have a happy home and you must submit to God's word. Praise God. Now look at verse 33. Look at verse 33. Ephesians 5 verse 33. Praise God. King James. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. Now listen to the instruction that is given to the church, to the husband. The husband is to love the wife. The wife have no business in loving the husband than reverencing the husband. Your reverence to your husband is your language of love to your husband. I am not saying, hear what I am not saying. I am not saying you must live recklessly with your husband and say, oh, all I need to do is to just respect. You can't respect a man you don't even love. Let's be clear. <laughs> so the man is to love. <laughs> the woman is to submit. So don't try to be loving when you are supposed to be reverencing the man. Oh, it is because I love you in this house. It is because I love you. If not that I love you, this my shoe would have landed on your head. <laughs> Can I tell you one truth? I love my husband does not keep that marriage. It is respect, honor, reverence for your husband that keeps your home. Let's read um, that verse 33 in Amplified Version. I hope I'm communicating clearly. He said, however, let each man, of, each man of you, without exception, love his wife as being, in a sense, his very own self. 
and let the wife see that she respect. And let's read it together. Let the wife see that, come on, you don't have it? Okay, I'll read it for you. <laughs> let the wife see that she respect and reverence her husband, that she notices him, regards him, honors him, prefers him, venerates him, and esteems him, and that she defers to him, praises him, loves and admires him exceedingly. Do you see love there? That means your honor to your husband is your language of love to your husband. Not that he didn't buy me flower. You know, they, they want a job application to marriage now. You'll see a young man going to the store, and I buy that ring, and I go in public, and I say, will you marry me? <laughs> you are... You are, <laughs> you are pushing pressure on the girl to say yes in public. And once they have said yes, they think they don't have obligations to say no before they enter marriage. So and then you now enter marriage, there's catastrophe everywhere. Am I communicating here? So... Your reverence to your husband. There are women here. Not here. Not here. Sorry. Not here. <laughs> there are women, even in the place of work. <laughs> in the community, everywhere outside. They run their husband down. Do you know I'm the breadwinner in the home? Ah, my husband is a, is a weakling. He cannot provide for the home. He's a stupid man. It is the honor you place on you. If you see anyone insulting your husband outside, it is what you place on them that is warranting that. And then you come to show, hey, ra, ba, 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 ra, ra, ra. <laughs> rabataye, rabataye. Whereas, you are not submitting to God's word. Look at that again. I, I love this translation. You see how he broke it down? Remember I stated that the man and the woman is to submit to each other. And then he began to enumerate how they submit to themselves. Don't forget. You should not be saying I love you when you are not honoring. Your honor. Your honor is a language of love to your husband. Do you know that sexual relations cannot keep a marriage? A man was saying, I mean, a woman was saying, ah, pastor, the, 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 the idiot. <laughs> it was even telling me, it's her husband she's referring to as idiot. Went and followed that girl. I said, wait, what are you doing to your husband at home that pushed him out? Because when there is an offense, it is the two people. You don't just look at one side. <laughs> Am I communicating? <laughs> don't be among friends who, whose only ambition is to destroy your marriage. They cannot stay in marriage and they don't want you that come in contact with them to stay in marriage. 
It has become Women Without Marriage Club. Uh -huh, association. Am I communicating here? The woman says, submit to God's word. When you submit to God's word, you will reverence your home. Don't let anybody fool you. There is no marriage in this world that is crisis free. That don't argue, that don't disagree on a matter. It is your submission to God's word. Praise God. Am I communicating so far? So, <laughs> women, hear me. Hear me. Let's read that again. Let's read that again, verse 33. However, let every man, let's just keep that lead to the woman's side. And let the wife see that she respects and reverence her husband. Then he now began to explain that she notices him, regards him, honors him, prefers him, venerates him, esteems him, and that she devours to him, prays him, and loves him and admires him exceedingly. Your husband cannot give you an instruction in the home and you do otherwise and you say, mine is better. In the same home. It has become two captains in one ship. Do you know that God, Jesus Christ does not deal with, this with the church as to what the church thinks. He deals with the church according to his own self. So you must reverence, you must submit. Praise God. You must submit. I, I think I mentioned this in one of the marriage counseling that we did. I said, now, if for example, you have, you don't, there is no money in the house, and you want to buy this thing, and your husband tells you, I don't want you to buy it, and really you looked, there is no money in the house, you now say, okay, I won't buy it. That's not submission, no. <laughs> Am I communicating? Yeah. <laughs> you know what real test of submission is? There is money. You have your money. The man has his money. And you say, honey, I want, in fact, you will even ask him, say, but let's look, let's assume that you ask, honey, I want to buy this thing. And your husband said, no, don't buy it. Your ability to say, okay, sir, thank you, sir. My Lord, I won't buy it. That is an explanation of you submitting. In the face of circumstance, Am I still communicating here? I know women, you don't like this subject, but listen carefully. I'm giving you instructions. We must have a happy home in this church. When your home is happy, you will do ministry very well. I don't know if I'm communicating here. When you are happy in, do you know, as your pastor, if I'm not happy in the home? Pastor Fee, do you remember one of the men's fellowship we had in our house? In my house. And my friend, Pastor Israel, came. And he gave us an example. He said, there is a pastor. The man pursued his wife. And he ran and said, oh, man of God, sir. Don't, please don't do it now. You are a pastor. He said, you don't know my wife. She is a devil. <laughs> Praise God. So, if the man is not happy at home, there is no way you can do ministry effectively. If the woman is not happy at home, there's no way you can do ministry effectively. 
So marriage is a choice. Once you know, before you enter that marriage, that this man is not the type of man you can submit to, I beg you in the name of God, don't marry. Don't marry. You still have your choice. If he is the type of a man you cannot submit to, do not marry. That is to the unmarried people planning to get married. However, once you enter, no choice. You marry as it is. You are in for a longer. Together forever. Why? Marriage is a choice. Remember I stated that the Bible permits you to marry. And the Bible permits you if you decide not to marry. Don't let anybody say, oh, he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. For you to have favor. You know, there are certain favors that follows you. The moment you marry, now lie. You can be fulfilled while you are not married. And you can be fulfilled while you are married. Don't also let anybody tell you, you know, to be fulfilled in ministry, you don't have to be married. It's a lie. You can succeed in ministry while you are married. You can succeed in ministry while you are not married. So, once you know, this is not the man I can submit to. What did I say you should do? Don't try it. <laughs> Am I still speaking to some women here? See, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Verse 34. Paraventure, I can't finish this today. But women, you get the point, right? 1 Corinthians 7, verse 34. Therefore, is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The wife is the one who is already married. And the virgin is a woman who is not married. Did you notice what he said about a woman who is not married? Church, are you hearing me? You, you are not to get into a relationship and you are engaging in sexual relations and you are shouting on the righteousness of God. Yes, you are saved. But you are out of order. You are out of character. Nepios, you are acting beside yourself. Paralegismo. Praise God. So the virgin is a woman who is not married. Do you know that <laughs> some women are not married, but they are already playing the role of housewives? Some years ago, many, many years ago, <laughs> this man rented an apartment in our house, and his girlfriend moved in with him. The woman will cook, wash clothes, and do every other things. <laughs> they live together for seven years. You have left, you've lived with a man six months, one year, 18 months, two years, three years, and the relationship is not defined. And you are still pursuing it. Some of them will even tell you, I don't want it to be in public. 
You know, we are in church. I don't want pastor to know. I don't want brother A, brother B to know. He's telling you a girl. A man that wants to hide you doesn't want to marry you. He's experimenting with you. Seven good years, this woman will wash clothes, will do everything. Marry, you know, green marry. What is happening? We already know that this woman will not be married by this man. So when the man was fully ready to marry after 12 years, he went to talk to another lady, will you be my wife? And sent already assumed as wife away from the house. You can't be running after a man emotionally when they have not defined things. Women, are you hearing me? You can't. They, these are what I call space fillers. They will, they will fill your space. <laughs> it's only God that will help you when you are now broken and battered. <laughs> are we still communicating here? Look at that verse 34. Therefore, it's difference between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cared for the things of the Lord that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married cared for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. You see, the woman pleases her husband. And how do you please your husband? You please God. And how do you please God? Is your commitment to God's word. And this is a very scripture that many people take and tell singles, you shouldn't marry. Anyway, but the woman looks for ways to please the husband. So as a wife, you must be committed to God's word. You must allow the word of God to have preeminence over you. The moment you do that, you will notice that there is just peace in your home. There is happiness in your home. Don't be engaged in mortal combat in your home with your husband. There are ways you calm the peace. Even though about to be an argument in the home, there are ways you can calm the peace. It's two ways. Don't go by the idea of, you know, we women, we are built differently. We know. But follow God's word. Rise on your feet. I want us to spend some time to pray. Hmm. What, I, what do I want us to pray? I want you to pray that you are not influenced by societal order for marriage. There's a societal order, societal influence as touching marriage. Don't think you are not happy now. It is only when you get into marriage you'll be happy. You need to be happy first. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope your soul has been truly enriched. More video and audio teachings are available on our website, www.ChristRehobothChurch.com. Follow our social media pages and check us out on Facebook, Kingsley Agu Ministry, and on YouTube, Kingsley Agu Ministry.